episode number 64. This episode is brought to you by our Career Kickstart program, where we help working mums who are feeling stuck, overwhelmed and frustrated to take the next best step in their career. Figuring out your next career move can be tough. And when you add motherhood into the mix, well, things can get really complicated. So through our program, we help you to move away from being frustrated and overwhelmed to getting to a place where you are loving your work and life. If this sounds good to you, then head over to our website at www.lightboxcoaching.com and find out more information. Hi, you're listening to the Careers Beyond Motherhood podcast with your host, Janine Esbrand. I'm here to help working mums like you to thrive in your careers and in motherhood. I share tips, strategies and inspirational conversations with awesome women to help reduce the struggle in your juggle. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. It's great to be having this chat with you today. Isn't technology just awesome? I was reflecting on how long I've been podcasting and how many people around the world listen to this podcast, and I'm just blown away by the way that technology is moving and the ability to be able to have conversations with amazing guests, but also um, my awesome listeners just sharing with you guys and getting feedback from people about the podcast and how much they enjoy listening is just really, really awesome. I used to get in trouble a lot at school for talking too much. I used to get my work done and then I would start talking to people and distract others. So it's nice to know that that talent has now turned into an asset in terms of running and hosting a podcast. So before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share something with you that I'm super excited about that is coming up in August. I'm going to be running an in-person workshop on the 29th of August. It's going to be a lunchtime session for a group of ambitious mums who want to kickstart their careers. So I'm going to be taking a group of women through my career fulfillment framework that I usually share with my one-to-one clients, and I'm going to be helping them to map out what the best next step is for their careers and we're going to be doing it in an interactive format in a workshop and it's going to be awesome I'm really really excited so if you are in and around the London Guildford area I want you to save the date it's the 29th of August and more information will be coming over the coming weeks about how you can get yourself a ticket and um, come and join us for that workshop. Now on to today's show, I am interviewing the amazing host of the Mum Does It All podcast where she is sharing with us some top tips for mums who feel like they need to do it all. So if you are feeling overwhelmed in any way, then you will want to tune into this episode. In addition to the great tips that she's sharing with us, she's going to talk a bit about her journey from struggling to get pregnant to having triplets. So not one, not two, but three babies all at the same time. She talks about how she manages as a mum to triplets. You do not want to miss this conversation. It's so, so good. So without further ado, let's jump into my interview with Marta Spur. Hi, Marta. Thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited to interview you today. Could you please introduce yourself to the audience? Yes, of course. Thank you so much for having me, Janine. This is great. So my name is Marta Spurk. I am a certified success coach for moms, and I'm also a triplet mom. I am originally from Brazil, and I started my coaching journey when my kids were nine months. And so nine months postpartum is when I decided I needed to do something for myself. And that 
meant I was going to start coaching and encouraging women, which is something that I have always loved doing is encouraging and empowering, especially with my teaching background. I've been teaching English ever since I was 14 years old in Brazil. And it's been quite a crazy ride just connecting with moms and empowering and feeling empowered just by hearing from them and knowing that they're being encouraged. Awesome. Okay. So we're totally kindred spirits and I'm sure our our stories sound like they might be aligned in terms of our journey. So I'd love to dive into that a bit more. But before we do that, so talk to me a bit about what your career looked like before you had triplets. And I so want to hear more about triplets Yes, Um, and then how you transitioned into what you're doing now. So I started teaching English very young. And so I knew I was going to do something related to languages when I went to college. And eventually, because my mom is a pastor, she started connecting with American pastors and they started coming to our church in Brazil. And I started interpreting and translating. So once it came time for me to choose what I was going to do for college, I actually found a translation bachelor's degree. And that's what I applied for. And that's what I did. So I got my my bachelor's in translation and I went on to get a master's degree in linguistics because most translators, if they don't find as many jobs as they, as they would like, they end up doing teaching on the side too. And because I was used to teaching, that was natural to do. And so with my master's, I felt more empowered to be able to teach. And so that's what I was doing up until I had the kids was just working with languages, whether it was literally teaching, translating, or I also worked for an agency in Brazil that helped Brazilian students apply to universities in the UK and Canada and in the US. So I was still working with languages because I was helping them write their essays and things like that. But the coaching part was never around. It was just the snack for teaching and for encouraging. Mm -hmm. And then it turned into coaching after having kids. Cool. And so where did your kind of coaching journey start? So you had your children and then what led you to to, to start working as a coach? So I, it's funny because I didn't grow up athletic at all. That was one thing that my parents never really encouraged, but my friends were very interested in in sports and things like that. So in my twenties is, was when I started going to the gym and really liked that. So I envisioned myself when I got pregnant to being like a fit mom and I would follow those Instagram accounts and be like, Oh, I'm going to be working out while I, while I'm pregnant and I'm going to have this baby naturally, yada, yada. And then it was triplets. And so (laughs) (laughs) lots of my plans went out the window. Obviously I had to have a C-section. I had to go on bed rest in the last, in the remaining two months of the pregnancy. And then when I had the babies, I, I wanted to go back to being active. I wanted to go back to working out. And so I came across an ad to become a health coach online And I thought, I want to do this because it'll help me keep myself accountable to lose the weight. And I will be encouraging other moms that might be in the same position. So that's how it all started through network marketing. And then eventually I started picking my own path and understanding what I really love to do and what my, you know, zone of genius really is. And it is the encouragement. It's not the fitness and nutrition, even though I love that part and it's a huge part of my life. I want to encourage moms with what's working inside of them. (laughs) Yeah. That is so awesome. So question based on what you said, at what point did you find out you were having triplets in the whole pregnancy? So, so I had a hard time getting pregnant. I was off the pill and for a whole year we tried and my cycles were very regular. They had been even before I started taking the pill as a teenager anyways. 
So I didn't think anything of it. But after a whole year, I thought I need to maybe look into this a little bit more. And so I did go to a fertility specialist and he found I had a mild case of endometriosis. So I had to do non-invasive surgery to correct that. Mm -hmm. And because of my cycles being irregular, he identified PCOS. And then I had to take injections to stimulate ovulation. I was like the first step. Let's see if this works, you know, okay. and it worked wonders. So I, I went through, <laughs> I went through a one cycle. So I started the whole process in January with the surgery, with the exams. And then in June I was pregnant. And then I found out in the first ultrasound that there were three. If you want to hear from more changemakers who have expertly navigated the world of work, I recommend you listen to Fixable, a podcast from TED. No matter where you are in your career, host Harvard professor Francis Fry and leadership coach Anne Morris can help you tackle your biggest work problems, from dealing with a gaslighting boss to navigating a soulless job. Their conversations with master fixers and call-in listeners will provide you with honest, practical advice on how to quickly navigate pressing work issues. Find Fixable wherever you get your podcasts. Amazing. Oh my goodness. I love that. So what is it like to have triplets? So I, when I was growing up, I used to watch Tia and Tamara on Sister Sister. Oh yeah. I loved it and was like oh my gosh it'd be so cool to have twins I wish I was a twin and then I had my son and was like oh my goodness if there was more than one of him Ah. I don't know how I would cope and now I have two so I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old but because there's a small age gap sometimes it feels like having twins because they're right have those needs at the same time mm-hmm. so I'm just so interested to know like, how <laughs> have you managed to stay sane and all of that with, with triplets <laughs> yeah so I feel like what really has helped me stay sane has been what I've been doing with the coaching and with my podcast and everything because it's allowed me to reflect on my journey mm-hmm. and take that time for myself and this is what I've been encouraging women to do Because I was kind of like forced into this path. Like I could either get really overwhelmed, obviously, not that I'm not, which I am. (laughs) But instead of that, and I feel like a lot of my background with the church and with teaching led me into this introspective of what's going on with me and then teaching other moms about this. But the first six months were a total fog. And now that they're growing and I'm starting to think back to the baby stage when I see babies, just the other day, I went with a friend to get her ultrasound and to see the baby in there. And I'm like, I can't believe I did this. And there were three inside of me. That's insane. Like it's hard to even understand now that I'm past it, you know, because you kind of just do it. And, And that's kind of like the answer when people say, how do you cope? It's like, I don't know. I just do it because that's my reality. You know, I don't know what it's like to have one kid at a time. (laughs) So the first six months were really tough, but we were living in Brazil at the time. So my family was there to help. Mm. And then once they started sleeping through the night, things got a little bit better. And there were challenges with every age, I feel. But toddlerhood has been by far the toughest. I've been looking back at the the newborn stage and, and thinking, That really wasn't hard because I dictated what was going to happen for the most part. I change your diaper. You stay right there. (laughs) You know, I feed you and all of that. And now it's like, they don't want to eat when I tell them to eat. Like they have their (laughs) attitudes and their personalities and they have their tastes. Like they don't want to watch the same TV show. So we kind of have to argue and 
agree on, okay, this one first, and then we'll watch the other one. So that's definitely been more challenging. And it's just like learning as I go and figuring out techniques, strategies, bribery, yeah. whatever exactly. works. Yes. <laughs> How old are they now? They're three. They turned three in January. Oh, okay. So my son is three. He's about to be four. My daughter is almost two. So yeah, I totally know. The toddler stage, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like when I was like, oh, I really want to have a baby. I just thought about the baby stage. I totally exactly. think about what I had to do on the toddler stage. So yeah. I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, no, not at all. It's tough. <laughs> so in terms of kind of, you, you mentioned that you do kind of introspective work with mums. So I know how important it is to take that time to reflect. And when I'm working with my clients, I tend to help them on the career side of things so for them Mm -hmm. to figure out okay I'm here now I know that I want to go back to work I know I want to be working what should that look like Mm -hmm. Um, and that starts with them taking some time to kind of reflect on where they are and what they want but so can you talk from your perspective in terms of the types of stuff that you work with your clients on and kind of some tips for people who are maybe feeling overwhelmed as a mom and not really sure what to do now Um, can you speak on that? Yes, totally. So one of the very first things that I always say that is super important and that has helped me even on my journey was taking something called the Enneagram test. Have you ever heard of it? I have heard about this Enneagram so many times okay. from other podcasts. So I need to take the test. I haven't taken yes. the test yet. I've taken yes. like StrengthsFinder, Myers-Briggs, like so many of the personality yeah. tests, but I haven't yet done the Enneagram. I know. I've taken several of them. And I have to say that this one, for some reason, and that's why I always recommend it, it really opened up several things for me because it does show you, especially when you compare it to other, it's, it's nice to have your husband take it to your partner, you know, and, and close friends. Because what I have found is that I'm a certain type and the people that I tend to attract or that I am attracted to are a certain type. Too. What's your number? So my number is three. Okay. And that one is the achiever, meaning you just want to do all of the things and accomplish all of the things, but, you know, organization's not really a priority and several different things like that. And like everyone that surrounds me, like my husband, my sister, my best friends, they're all type one, which means they're perfectionists. Like it's not going to be done until it's perfect. And they look at the details, very analytical, not me. And so it's like, I need these people in my life because it's not who I am. But anyway, so this has really helped me see my strengths and my weaknesses on a very positive light. So Mm. even though I am aware of 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 the places that I lack, I understand that I am like this for a reason. Of course, I have to work on that, but the world needs me just as I am. So even though I'm not analytical, I'm not very organized, of course, that harms me in certain ways and I have to work on that. But there's a reason why I am like this and people can benefit from me being who I am. And that's what I tell moms is that you're all, we're all so beautiful in just the way we are, but we don't take the time to know who we are. And so that's the very first tip is get to know who you are. Because we're born with an essence, right? And I see this even with my kids, with them being born the same day. They're very different. And mm-hmm. I, it's not me doing that, right? I'm, 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 we're, all, we're all together. It's like we're all the same person almost because we're literally attached at the hip <laughs> all at all times. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm parenting the same way for the most part, but they already have their talents. They already have different tastes and they're born with that. And then as we grow, we start putting on different layers because that's life. You go to different schools, you move to a different city, you have different friends and you lose that essence a little bit. You still have it, but you kind of, it kind of fades out a little bit. And I feel like being a mom helped me be like, okay, 
who am I in this situation? Because I mean, it's really easy to, to forget yourself as a mom, let alone with triplets. And so this has put me on this path of, okay, I need to really know who I am and what I like so that I can pass this on to my kids and be happy with who I am. Mm. Because you can't really love yourself if you don't know yourself. And for the longest time, I have thought I loved myself. We see so much about self-love out there nowadays and self-care. And you think, no, I got this. I, re- I really love who I am. You know, I'm pretty. And But when you really start looking into your behaviors and your thoughts, you start seeing that it's not that it's not how it works because you look at other people's lives and you want to be like that person or you think you're better than that person or you think you're less than that person. That's all an indication that you're not confident in who you are. And the reason why you're not confident in who you are, it's because you don't know how amazing you are. So you have to go figure that out. <laughs> right. Oh, I love it. So this is like totally, I need to take the test. So I, I'm yes. with you. My number one, if you have taken the strengths finder, I am an achiever is like my top thing on the show okay. test and I that's what I, I kind of share with people that I work with and say you're the only person in the whole world in the billions of people on this earth who are you and so you need to know how to like leverage your strengths and play to those instead of focusing so much on what you're what you're lacking so this is kind of another dimension to that so I am yeah excited yes yes and that totally applies to business because one thing once I started moving out of the fitness world I wanted to hone in on who I am because of that like I want to stand out who am I to be vulnerable and authentic as a person. And I started helping women with their business too, because I was in that path of trying to find myself too. But it all applies to that. I mean, usually that's, that's the thing. Usually as moms, you only go down that path if you're starting a business, because you really have to figure out who you are to stand out. But just as women in general, we don't really feel this need or we don't really go there. And I'm just inviting women to go there regardless, because it's so important for you as a person and for your kids. Yeah, I think that is totally, totally true. So can you share with us kind of some challenges that you have faced as as a working mom and going through the transition of like discovery? Are there any kind of main challenges that came up for you? I feel like one of the biggest challenges, and that's like one of the other steps that I work with with my clients is people's approval and criticism, judgment. Because one of the things has been, are you insane? Why are you doing this on top of triplets? Like that's obviously going to overwhelm you. That's obviously going to make you not do your job as good as you could have if you were dedicating 100% of your time to your kids, you know? And so I feel like that has been huge because it really affects you regardless of if you're wanting to seeking for people's validation or not. When you hear someone that you know or someone that you don't know tell you you're crazy, you kind of start second guessing yourself, right? So that has been true with, you know, my family kind of wondering if it was too much and even strangers online being like, that's too much, you're crazy. And that has been a huge part of my journey is helping women because I feel like we have this need more so than men to let go of external validation because it's something that you will never get. It's a hole you will never fill because even if people compliment you a lot, it takes one person to tear you down right? To say, you're not doing a really good job. It doesn't matter how many people complimented you or you know that you're great. Somebody says something that rubs you the wrong way and you're like, I I suck at this. I'm not very good. And then you're just, you know, it just goes downhill from there. But once you learn 
your own worth and it goes back to you have to know who you are, then you're not depending so much on that. So that's, it's definitely been hard for me, especially because of my personality type, because the achiever seeks for the success and seeks for, for this approval and the praise from other people. So that helped me understand myself so much into seeing, oh my gosh, that's why I feel like I'm never achieving anything even though I'm doing all of the things, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. because I'm seeking for this approval, but the approval has to come from within. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's so good. So, so good. Uh, that just triggered. I, have you uh, come across the five love languages by Gary Chapman? Yes. Yes, yeah, so I, I read it. Mm-hmm. It's such a good book because it kind of yes. helps you to realize and recognize what what you need to feel love and, and how, yes. how you express it. And so like for me, words of affirmation is definitely something that is one of like, that is important to me. Mm-hmm. But it's good to kind of be mindful of that because what yes. happens if you don't get those words of affirmation exactly. doesn't necessarily mean that the person doesn't care for you or love you. It might just be that that's not the way that they express their... Exactly. Their, uh, their appreciation. So that's definitely good to know. Oh, mm-hmm. so tell us a bit about your podcast and when you started it, what you talk about, what, what it's all about. Yeah. So I started it last June, so it's been less than a year, but it's been great. The name of the podcast is called Mom Does It All. It's the name of the whole my whole business. And I really wanted to have a space for me to talk about what's going on in my mind because I felt like just writing captions and going live, wasn't doing it enough justice. And it really has served this purpose very well because it has helped me put things into perspective. And really, it's kind of like a spoken journal of sorts. And at first, I was alternating interviews and solo episodes, but then lots of women wanted to be interviewed and wanted to be on the show, and I didn't want to turn anyone down. So I started doing two episodes a week, and that has worked out really well. I do one interview and one solo. And I love it because even though I record the interviews beforehand, obviously, the solo episodes I record the week of. And it's usually something that I've been thinking on or if I'm launching something. And I have loved that. And I've gotten great feedback. And I'm amazed at how many people all over the world have been listening to it. And just moms feeling encouraged and being like, I am so glad I'm not the only one who feels like this. And that was my whole intention is to be like, you're not alone. And it's hard, but you can do this. We can all make it. We're doing it. (laughs) Yes. That is awesome. I will definitely put a link to it in the show notes so people can go check that out. And yeah, it is awesome when you're doing a podcast to know that, oh, someone from Australia is listening. And I know, from, it's amazing. Like Poland and random places. It's like, right. Oh, it's so cool. So I like to ask people to share any inspirational quotes or sayings that they like or are encouraged by. So do you have one that you can share with us? Yes. One that comes to mind just based on what we were saying right now is a quote that I found on Pinterest, totally random. It was actually, I was looking for colors for my brand and I found this picture for a baby girl's room that was the colors of, of that I wanted. And it had this quote and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. It said, find to my daughter, I will say, but I will say this to me and to all moms, <laughs> uh, find your beauty without a compliment and without a mirror. And I just love that again, because you don't have to seek external validation for anything. And I mean, isn't that what you would want to say to your daughter? Yeah. You don't need anyone to tell you how pretty you are. And even if they don't, or if they say the opposite, you have to know that yourself. So to all moms out there. (laughs) Oh, that is so lovely. And in in your triplets, do you have, are they mixed? Do you have girls and boys or? Yeah. Yeah. So I have two boys and one girl. So it's like the perfect combination. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So cute. Um, so if people want to hear more about you and I'm going to put the link to your podcast, but if they want to check out all that you're doing, where's the best place for them to, um, check you out? 
Yeah. So I mom does it all across the board. So you can find me on Instagram as mom does it all. I have the mom does it all podcast account on Instagram as well. Uh, I have a mom does it all community on Facebook for all moms that like the podcast and like the message. They can all join. Even if you're not a mom, any woman is welcome. My website is martasburk.coach. And I recently released a guide for moms. It's called find your happy and it's three steps, which is totally everything that I just talked about to help moms create a happy day today and really find what lights them up and create their own happiness, not seek for anybody else's definition of that, but find what that means to them and just pursue it. Yeah. Awesome. So that's all going to go in the show notes. It's been so, so lovely interviewing you. I, I can feel that we're going to be friends. I'm like, yes, totally. <laughs> <laughs> so thank, thank you, you so much for being here. It's been awesome. Ah, isn't Martha just lovely? It was so awesome to talk to her about the importance of getting to know yourself and raising your level of self-awareness. I love to recommend to my clients that they do the Strength Finder test and now I will certainly be checking out the Enneagram and seeing how my results compare to those that came through the Strength Finder test. Now, if you want to learn more about Marta and all that she's doing and her podcast, I will be putting links in the show notes. So head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash episode 64 and you can grab those links. If you want to continue the conversation and share your thoughts or feelings about anything that Marta and I discussed, then please do head over to the website and leave a comment under this episode so that we can continue the conversation there. Alternatively, you can head over to our Facebook group, the Careers Beyond Motherhood Movement and come and hang out with us. As always, I'd really appreciate it if you would take a few moments now to head over to iTunes or use your podcast app to leave a rating and review so that more lovely ladies just like you can tune into the conversation. That's all from me for today. Until next time, look after you and look after your babies. This podcast features music from Ben Sound.